Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Welcome to Mom Tips Tuesday. Mom Tips Tuesday. Love this. I know this really has been such a joy in my week. I love talking through these. Um, We are on the second week of the wise woman abides. No, it's not second week. Our second week in the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Of the wise woman abides Bible study book. Yes. Yes. So if you are new here and you're wondering what are they talking about right now? Where are these tips from? Where can I find them? It is in our Bible study which is on Amazon, the wise woman abides. So that's where you're hearing these from. And we hope that they really encourage you this week. And as a little intro, we just want to say, make sure that you don't feel obligated to do them all, that you pray and you ask God, which ones he wants you to do. It may be one only, um, it may be two, it may be three. It could be all of them, you know, depending on your capacity for the week and what he's calling you to, but never feel pressure to do all these tips. They're just ideas, ideas for you in your home, godly ideas. This is a no pressure zone. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We want to lead you to the right things, lead ourselves to the right things, but also, um, you know, know that there's just grace and grace and grace and grace and more grace. God just loves us so much. He just loves loves us. And he's like, Oh, look at her doing a sweet tip. She's like, I'm going to make, he's like, I'm going to make this count. This little tiny thing she's doing in her home. Right. (laughs) I'm going to make this count. And that's what he does. He takes our mustard seed faith, stepping out, trying something new, like what we're talking about. And he makes it go like Mm. farther than we could see to your generations and beyond, right? Something that you're doing in your home today, just thinking, oh, you know what? I'm going to start like this number one that we're going to talk about. I want to start praying for God's power in my life. But Mm. that one thing, he could take it and just start inserting it in your life and your children's lives and your grandchildren's lives. And God is the great multiplier. And so you just by saying yes to doing one tip, you are saying yes to possibilities of endless proportion. We just have no idea. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine is what we have here with God. That's a word, Deb. I love that. That's a word. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. I needed to hear that today. Yeah. Um, well, we're just going to dive right in and we're going to start with our whole, with the verse that we love and we thread it all throughout our book, which is John 15, five. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. So we Amen. are going to we are going to abide in Jesus. Um, hopefully lifelong, but definitely for this semester as we're going through our book. Right? Yes, definitely now. And honestly, abiding is just Jesus help me. Yeah. Right. That's that's it's the little prayer. Jesus help me today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still do that with everything I'm doing with Help Club and all the ways that we're stepping out. I feel like all I can say to him is Jesus help me because mm-hmm. I don't know all the things. You know what I'm saying? Even as a leader, I, I don't know. I haven't been to business school. I don't have a, uh, a BA from Harvard. Is that right? Mm-hmm. BA? 
Is that right? Yeah, that's sure. BA yeah, kind of BA kind of sounds kind of BA, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> but, but I don't have a master's degree from Harvard, a business right. degree, but I have the Holy Spirit. And yeah. you may not have grown up in a Christian home, but you have the Holy Spirit, or whatever you need, He has it for you. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Well, we are going to jump right into um, the wise woman built her spirit, and just like every week, we're going to talk about four categories. The wise woman builds her spirit. The wise woman loves her husband. The wise woman loves her children and the wise woman cares for her home. We want to help you have a Christ-centered home. And these are the four areas that we think matter the most um, in kind of just building your home around all of the attributes and promises of God and who he is and what he wants to do in you, in your home. So um, all right, Deb, take it away. The wise woman builds her spirit. We have two tips in each category. Yes, so we do. Okay. Spirit. I love this one because honestly, all it is, is becoming cognizant of what you already have. So mm-hmm. we have been given everything as Christians for life and godliness. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And so this first one is super easy to pray because we already have it. <laughs> yeah. And so we do not need to worry about it. Uh, like I remember being a young mom and be like, well, how can I do this? How can I do this? It's already in us as a Christ follower. We have the Holy spirit inside of us. And, um, so I'm going to read that scripture that goes with it. But the first one says, do you want God's power in your life? Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we do mm-hmm. ask him to fill you with the power of his Holy spirit so that you can be more like Jesus and walk in his wisdom Mm. and Ephesians. I've been praying this prayer forever because I need it because I did not grow up in a Christian home. I didn't know how to have a Christian home. Then God called us to homeschooling and I was a straight D student. Right. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Yeah. straight D student. And uh, (laughs) God had both of our children graduate from college with honors. Right. That was our story. And then now leading help club, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing again, but God is leading and helping. But this scripture, I'm telling you, ladies, if you could put this somewhere in your home and pray the scripture, it will help you. And I love it because The apostle Paul says, I keep asking, and that tells me that we have to keep asking God for this understanding. So Ephesians 1, starting in 17 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. That's number one the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. That's number two and verse 19 and his incomparably great power for us Mm -hmm. who believe that power is the same as the mighty strength. Verse 20, he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Verse 21, far above rule and authority, power and dominion and every name that is invoked only to present not only in the present age, but also in the age to come, and God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, and and which is his body. And it goes on just a little bit more. But what is so cool about the scripture, He, we have this power living inside of us, but it's not just the power that raised Lazarus from the dead, because he raised Lazarus from the dead, right? This is a different power. 
This is a power that not only raised Jesus Christ from the dead, but it also did all the other things far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion in every name. But, but, and I mean, it's like he exerted this power and he won the battle over the devil once and for all. And that ladies is the power that is inside of you, inside of me, (sighs) inside of your Christian children and your children, your children are going to grow up and be Christians. And so just think about that. When you yes. think about feeling small in your home or feeling like what you do doesn't matter, it's not true because you have this power in you. So just ask God to show you how to use it. Mm. And, you know, and I think that it's a really cool thing just to, just to know that we have it on days when we feel hopeless or we feel depressed, we are sad or we're lonely or whatever it is, knowing that we can just ask. And, you know, this whole part in our study right now is on the Holy spirit and just asking for more of it, mm-hmm. more of your Holy spirit, show me more of your power. And God loves when we ask and he always delivers. So you could be sitting there and say, God, I want more of you fill me with more, show me more. And, and he's going to do it. And you're, going to feel different. You know, when you ask for more of the Holy spirit or more of his feeling that power that you have inside of you, um, it's, it can, that's a life changing thing for your day. It is. And then you'll be a big target, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> the exactly. enemy, Cause he'll hate it that you're, that you know who you are, but remember what he said to David when Nathan was confronting David, I think I said this before. And one of the mom tips was God said to him, if it had not been enough, what all he gave David, which was so much, I would have given you more. Oh, wow. And think about our lives. If it had not been enough, he would have given us more. So ask him for more. Mm, That's so good. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do the second one on the wise woman built her spirit. The second tip that is continue to work on your prayer binder this week. We talked Mm -hmm. about our prayer binders last week and starting one. Um, and the time you invest, invest in this project is well worth it. So I told Deb, Hey, for this podcast, go grab your prayer binder. Mm -hmm. And I have a few questions about it because this has been her little (laughs) faithful companion for a lot of years. And can you just tell us about it? Like, I want to know what types of prayers you have in it. How did you come up with those prayers? Um, and what have they, what have they meant to you or what, how have you seen them be fruitful? Well, them down and having them in a set place. What it did for me was it gave me hope Mm. that I could have a different family than I had growing up. Right. It gave Mm -hmm. me hope that I could raise up kids that know Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right. Gave me hope that I could stay married and not get divorced Mm. because I could just pray, you know, Mm -hmm. I I can't, you know, I I don't have guarantees in my life, but I could pray. Right. Mm -hmm. None of us have guarantees. And -hmm. so what I started doing was I organized it. I learned it from Emily Barnes. You guys, you should read her book. She passed on and is with the Lord, but she's so great about writing about how to make a prayer binder, but I organized them like prayers to pray for my husband, prayers to pray for myself, Mm -hmm. prayers. And all these are scriptures and prayers to pray uh, for my children uh, for their education, mm. uh, finances, to it as you I, remembered things. Yeah. And I would go back through all of my, um, journals mm. and that might be a place where you guys need to start is just asking God for prayers for your family. And there's a really good book, Crystal, what's it called again? It's 65 promises, promises? of God. Yeah. yeah it's God for your children. Book. 
you know what I'll do is I will put the link in this broadcast to that book on Amazon and you can, um, you guys can check it out. If you don't know where to start, that would be a good place to start, but asking God for scriptures to pray over your children and prayers to pray. So like, this is one of them for my children. Lord, please help Christy and Jack to be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Mm. Please, yeah, please let them walk in the truth. All these were based on scripture. Uh, make yourself real to them and let them know how much you love them. Please protect them from bad friends, bad situations, bad influences, poor choices, danger, and illness. Let mm. them grow up to do great things in Christ's name. Protect them from the wrong spouse and keep them pure for them. Uh, give Christy, Jack, Randy, and me pure thoughts, pure hearts, pure minds, and motives. Uh, let my children be different from the world. Protect them from our generational sins and alcohol, mm. drugs, smoking, and peer influence. And so, and then this is my number one prayer. It's so interesting. God made this one stick. Lord Jesus, let Christy and Jack be godly, responsible, respectful, fully obedient, totally dedicated to you, hunger for the truth, and discerning about friends. Oh, That was the one I prayed for more than anything else. And I also prayed for them to have great memories of their childhood. Oh. Right. We work mm-hmm. really hard. We really yeah. have to remember it. <laughs> oh and the enemy would love to steal those memories and mm-hmm. cause uh, people to come alongside your children that cause them to cast doubt on their childhood or on their parents or on their relationship or their families. And mm-hmm. and I always prayed that God would give my children great memories. And they both say that they have such great memories of their childhood. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. God is so good to you, He's Deb. That's so great. good. So, um, so you would just pray these prayers over and over, right? That was the, I prayed the same ones over and over. Yeah. And I would just go through them and like one day a week I would pray for Randy, like, and I would pray for my Mm -hmm. husband, uh, because he went through a depressed season and I would pray for, uh, God to revive his soul, to awaken Mm -hmm. it, revive his passion, help him to find peace and happiness in his life, give Mm -hmm. him success in his work to be respected at the city gate. That's from Proverbs 31. Yeah. Uh, for him to feel like he's doing a great job, you know, and to love spending time with the kids and me. And he did. And also for him to want to read the Bible to us. Mm-hmm. And he did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I also prayed for myself to be a source of joy in Randy's life. And this be. is what you wrote down, right? You're reading. I did. Even, yeah. It's all written down. I wrote. I think to, this yeah. is hope also for the mom who doesn't know how to pray. Yeah. Right. You can go to, go to scripture, find some scriptures that you love and insert your family's name into them. Oh, I love this. I would love to see little Billy, you know, be like this and, and start praying for little Billy that that's what he would live into. And that's who he would be. And so if you feel like you don't know how to pray or that's confusing to you, I think a prayer binder and just organizing some prayers together when we pray, no matter what what we pray, it's powerful because we're talking to God. So I think that's, um, you know, that's something that, that helped me over the years is understanding that I can just pray scripture over my family. I don't have to work hard at that. I just open my Bible and start praying for them. So that's, yeah, I love, I love that you did your prayer binder. Yeah. You know, you didn't give up. You just kept praying those prayers and then you got to see the fruit from them, which is, I did. And it's really tempting to give up when you don't see things happening or things changing. You could be like, well, this doesn't matter. This isn't doing any good, but that's the enemy. And he's just lying to you. So keep going. 
Yes, I love it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to the wise woman loves her husband. Here's our two tips for you mm-hmm. in your marriage this week. Um, all right, the first one is speak highly about your husband in front of others. Be his biggest cheerleader. Talk about his accomplishments and great qualities to someone. Practice the principle behind Ephesians 4.29. Will you look up that one? Ephesians oh, yeah, 4.29. absolutely. I love it. Be completely humble and gentle, maybe. Or no, that's 4.32. I love Ephesians 4 is like... It's something because it says here, practice the principle behind Ephesians 4.29 and build others up. So Mm. um, I actually dove in and researched a few statistics on marriage. And I think God was really trying to tell me as we were thinking about this week and thinking about loving our husbands this week, that just because you have a Christian marriage, Mm -hmm. because you are both believers, um, doesn't mean that you don't have to work at it still Mm -hmm. that God doesn't want you to invest in your marriage and to uh, speak highly of your husband and want to love him in that type of way. And these were really interesting. So it said 51% of Christian marriages end in divorce. Very Mm -hmm. sad. I didn't know it was Mm -hmm. 51. I thought, I think it was 49 before it used to be 49. Yeah. Um, you know, relational things make a difference. You know, when we talk to our husbands, the way we talk to them, especially the way we talk to our friends about them is really important. Um, And, you know, it also said regular church attenders divorce less than their less devout peers. So Mm -hmm. going to church is something that will help you relationally. You know, maybe it's listening to a sermon together and downloading that same information together that God has for you that day. Maybe that helps you walk through your week together. Um, I don't know what it is, but if you feel like maybe you're at a hard point in marriage right now, um, or you know, one of you is depressed, one of you is having a really hard time, um, maybe just that simple step of going back to church, you know, um, mm-hmm. and doing it regularly can start changing and kind of stir the pot in the right direction a little bit. Um, that statistic was really interesting to me. That's so um, wow. I, I think too, you know, and Deb's going to say the second tip here in just a second that we'll kind of go with this, but you know, our words really influence our contentment level. So oh my if gosh, whoa. Are, if we as wives are, you know, we have a girl's night and we go out and we just talk about all the things that annoy us about our husband. Now, if they're funny and cute and silly and you all get a little laugh because we probably all do that, right? Like, oh my gosh, can you believe what happened this week? (laughs) There's things in that that are no big deal, you know, but it's those fundamental things about their character and maybe revealing things to people about who they are that they wouldn't want people to know um, or just all the things that annoy you or whatever. Um, I think that you take that with you in the week. You know, that's your filter that you see him through. Yeah. So however you're talking about him, you're, and I, I'm, I'm saying this as I have totally done this before <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, I need to, I need to change the way I'm talking. I need to change the way I'm thinking. Um, Cause this is not serving me or my marriage. It's the, the fruit of this, the fruit of talking in this way and being like this is making me more discontent. It's making me more frustrated And, um, and when I start appreciating him and noticing the good and calling out the good and talking about the good, it really changes my heart too. So this, I don't know, God was really speaking to me this week on this one. Oh my gosh. Write a little note to my husband or something. Oh (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. And, um, 
uh, you know, Ephesians 4, 29 says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, mm-hmm. but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Oh, that, yep. That's so good. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to read our second one? Yeah. Uh, spend 10 minutes every morning praying scripture over your husband. Here are some suggestions. And mm-hmm. ladies, these are really good. You got to check it out because, you know, like, Praying that your husband would listen without interruptions or share without a pretending or enjoy without complaint, trust without wavering, pray without ceasing, answer without arguing. Just so many good scriptures mm-hmm. here. So just, you know, ask God which scripture you should pray over your husband and go about doing it. Yeah. That's good. There's 10 different scriptures too. Yeah. Love well, that. That's such a good resource. Um, all right. We're going to move right along. The wise woman loves her children. Here's our two tips. Um, all right, Deb, you're first. Okay. Write the scriptures. Your ch- now, okay, before I read this one, you might be new to having your children memorize scripture. Yeah. So let's just think about and you know, take a little step back a little bit and go a little slower. And if you're just now getting your children to memorize scripture, way to go. Yes. Right. If you're just doing or even if one you're thinking scripture, about it. <laughs> or even if you're thinking about it, way to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing great. Just keep going and keep praying about this, right? Ask God for a scripture. Like I asked God for scriptures to memorize with my kids when they were little, younger, you know? And so then once you pray about it and you feel like God telling you, then what a good thing to do is write the scriptures your children are memorizing on index cards. And you could even set a goal for them of how many you want them to memorize in a year. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a lot. It could be five, right? Five yeah. scriptures memorized in a year is huge. Great. So you could put them on a little ring, use a ring, collect them for easy reference, talk with your children about the importance of memorizing God's word. And you can memorize it with them, ladies. Mm-hmm. You can do it with them. Mm-hmm. And I did. That's how I learned scripture so much was doing it with my kids. Oh. And I gave them money for That's it so too, cool. by the way. I always give them. <laughs> these, yeah. These things That's called nice mama theory. dollars. They're just like monopoly money. And that mm-hmm. way I didn't have to go out and have dollars on hand. Yes. So they would trade them in. Yeah. They would trade them in for money at the proper time. Or I had a little treasure chest when we would memorize scripture. I had this little treasure chest. I'm actually going to pass it down to my daughter. It's an extra tip. Yeah. It's an extra tip. Yeah. And so I would go to the dollar store. We didn't have the dollar store back then. I would go to the store and just get them little cheap little things that they, Mm -hmm. I knew they would like, or little cards. You could make up a card that says this card good for 30 minutes of screen time or something. But when you work on your scriptures together, they can pick a prize or they can get a mama dollar or something. That's what we did. And they loved it. And so, so yeah, I really love that. Yeah. So that's what we did. So yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the next one. Okay. So children love when mom takes time out of her busyness to play with them. Don't we know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They would love us to play with them all day long. Um, Devote at least 10 minutes per day this week to play with each of your children. Be silly and have fun. They may remember those 10 minutes for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that it says 10 minutes per day this week. So here's the deal. I, a little bit about me. I am not, I don't enjoy playing with my kids. I mean, I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy them. It sounds so bad, but it's oh no, just, I, I feel the same way. Just sitting down and pretending with them. I'm like, Oh man, that is so rough. I just, I I'm immediately bored within the first minute, or I'm thinking of my list of a million things, other things I could be doing instead of playing with them. Um, or they want me to play with them in a certain way. You know, you know, the whole list. It's so the kids are so particular, but um, I would, 
just, and when they were little, I would just set a little timer for myself. And I know Deb did this too. This mm-hmm. was something I, I did. Like, oh, oh my gosh, we both did this because uh-huh. we both must have not really loved. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> either. No. And we would set a little timer. And then when it went off, you know, it depended on how much time I had. Sometimes it was like five minutes. Sometimes it was 20 minutes, but mm-hmm. you know, we're encouraging 10 minutes mm-hmm. and just sit down and play with him. And when the timer goes off, you know, you don't have to let them know you set a timer, but maybe like, okay, mommy has to go do this or this. Um, But just that little bit of floor time with your kids or just that good interaction and connection. Well, really, I mean, I don't, I don't even think that we realize how much it fills their little buckets. I think Mm -hmm. we think it needs to be this long drawn out amount of time, but really it's just the intentional moment that you get. And you look at them and you laugh and it's fun and it's very sweet. So we would just really encourage you take that 10 minutes a day with your kids, five minutes a day. If you need to start smaller, mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, and that'll make a big difference in your little, yeah. little their little hearts. Or their big I used hearts. to do it that. might be 17 and oh, you might yeah. listen to their favorite music with them. How, what I mean for a teenager, you know, maybe you look at funny memes together or uh-huh. you, you know, it, it looks so different when they're older. Cause I have an older one too. And so, um, but it's still the same. You got to carve out that 10 minutes and go, go connect with them in the way they like to connect, mm-hmm. play video games. I mean, there's so many things you jump can do. on the trampoline, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. That's so good. That's so awesome. Okay. All right. Here's an, okay. So next is the wise woman cares for her home. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, you're going to do the first one. Yeah, you do the first one. Okay. So last two tips. So while folding the laundry, pray for each individual in your home. Ask them to know or ask for them to know they belong to God. They're dearly loved by him and um, help them to be compassionate, kind, humble, gentle, and patient. All the things from Colossians 3.12. So maybe write Colossians 3.12 off the seat. And put it by your little laundry stack, mm-hmm. put it right on top of it as it comes out of the dryer. I don't know. Or put it on the table that you fold all your stuff on and pray for your kids. Pray for That's your so good. It's let me, really, that let me is read such the scripture. a good idea. Yes. Let me read it. Colossians 3, 12. You know what I told my kids today? What? <laughs> I was folding their laundry <laughs> and I was like my daughter was saying something to me and I said, you're really going to tell me that while I'm folding your laundry, <laughs> like while I'm doing this thing oh for you, that's, this is my teenager. That's really what you're going to say to me right now. Do you see what I'm doing? Instead, <laughs> maybe next time I'll pray for her. <laughs> oh, but that was really cool that you did that. Like, oh are you kidding God. me right now? I am folding your clothes, girl. Well, listen oh, to this. So word. So let's think about like for my kids or my grandkids, Lord, mm-hmm. I pray for my Aspen Skylar and Piper, my new grandbaby, uh, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, help them to cl- clothe themselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. That's a good picture. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The last one is, and I love this one so much, mm-hmm. pray over each room in your house, ask for God's peace and presence to flow through your home. And I have done this in every home that I've, well, not it, because I didn't really know about it, but the last two homes that I've lived in and my rental. I, uh, I had people, my friends come over and we would go through the house and anoint the doors with oil and oil is that represents the Holy spirit. 
And if your child is having nightmares, you can pray over their room, pray over their pillow, pray over their bed, mm-hmm. ask for their, they do have angels, right? I, in Matthew mm-hmm. 18, I was reading about that today, about it. children have angels. That's beautiful. Uh, but just, you know, ask for them to, you know, feel God's presence in their rooms and for the whole house to be filled with God's presence and that all evil would leave in Jesus name. And, mm-hmm. you know, my one friend, uh, she actually was going through a hard time and, uh, she went and prayed through her whole house. And when she got through, she walked outside and no lie. It was a girl that spoke at our retreat. She's my friend and she's on our team. She saw in the cloud formation because she told the demons to go to the pigs. And when she opened her door and looked out in the clouds, I have the picture on my phone. It is a cloud formation of an angry pig. You remember it that is? picture? Yeah, oh, it is. Oh my goodness. Remember that picture? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't even believe it. I, I don't, I don't have it here, but mm-hmm. someday maybe you'll see it. If you come to our retreat, we'll have her speak again and show that picture. But the demons left her house and God showed her that they went to the pigs and that he took them out oh. and her life changed after she prayed over her home. And wow. you don't need to be afraid. You just ask God, God, make these demons go out into the pigs in Jesus name. You know, if you are sensing something evil in your home, mm-hmm. if there's always fighting, if, if you, you're, you're just feeling like that mm-hmm. dissension, right? Yeah. Division. If you're feeling just something in your house that doesn't feel right, ask God to take it out. Yeah. No, take it out in Jesus name, the name that is above every name. And so, yeah, Mm. we should, we should pray that over our homes right now, you know, for the moms, I can pray that right now. And then you pray for their week. Crystal. Okay, you got it. Yep. Lord, I thank you for every single person listening to Mom Tips Tuesday. It can sound like it's just a bunch of practical ideas, but Lord, these are supernatural tips, Lord. Mm-hmm. These are things that have to do with heaven and have to do with you. And you are the creator of all things and you are all powerful and your name is above every name and your name is power and all the demons mm-hmm. run and flee from the name of Jesus. And we speak the name of Jesus over every single home represented here. And Lord, we pray in Jesus' name that all demonic activity, all demons would leave these homes, including my home and Crystal's home in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I pray for the power of the living God to be in each of our homes, the presence of God to be in every single nook and cranny of our homes, and that there would be no room for any evil spirits whatsoever in Jesus' name. And God, I pray that our children, even as they walk into our homes, our grandchildren, God, they would feel something different uh, today and every day because we prayed and committed our homes to the Lord, that these homes would bring you glory and that your presence and your Holy Spirit's power would be so present and that the Spirit of the Lord would come upon everyone in our homes and that the the joy of the Lord would be our strength. Come Holy Spirit in each of our homes in Jesus name. Amen. Yes, Lord. And I just pray for all these moms as they're walking in their week and they're trying to just figure out what to do. Lord, that they would remember that first tip. All they have to do is ask for more of you, ask for more of your power from your Holy Spirit to come in, guide them and show them the way. And like we talked about last week, Lord, that voice comes behind us and it says, this is the way walk in it. So Lord, when we are trying to um, listen to you and we're trying to understand what to do in our life, when we need wisdom, um, God, you are the source. We don't, uh, no book will ever suffice to tell us exactly what to do besides your word and your Holy spirit, God. And um, I pray that uh, whatever mom is listening today, who maybe feels discouraged, feels, uh, 
really overwhelmed, feels, feels hopeless, feels like uh, she doesn't know what in the world to do. I pray that that strong, your strong wind would surround her right now, God, that she would feel your presence so thick and so heavy and that she would know that you are calling her to yourself and that you have answers for her and that you have hope for her and you have a path for her and that she just needs to listen and walk in it. God, Um, it's already there for her. She doesn't have to go find it. God, it's right there. Yes. And I pray that, um, that you would just encourage each mom listening today and that these little tips that she does will be a lifelong legacy of of, of a huge change, a a shift in her home. Mm -hmm. Um, something small, that mustard seed that turned into something amazing. So we just thank you, God, for your faithfulness. We thank you for how you want to work in our life. And we are just honored and we're privileged and we are so grateful that we get to, walk life with you in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. Thank you so much until next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.